the moment I became a mother, that's when I realized that the world is really a scary place. Clueless Parents Podcast with Leo and Abby. One thing that totally changed in our lives, love, when we became parents is the way we view the world. And the amount of worries that all of a sudden we're thinking about. Like, how is Luna gonna be safe? And how should we teach her about the realities of life? And while we trust, of course, that it's gonna be God that's gonna be protecting her, but we have to be able to do our part as parents, love, right? On how to teach them some things that they need to learn about. Yes, especially now that during this year, we're going to be like allowing her to go to a play school, right? Mm. And she'd be exposed to lots of people, you know, people of like the same age and older people. So we want her to be more aware of herself and her surroundings and how she could be better in handling, you know, certain situations that might occur or like might happen. Yeah, because the reality is there are really bad people right yep and i'm so very anxious about this Mm -hmm. i'm really scared of a lot of things around us and if only i could like you know put her in a cocoon and protect her yeah you've said that several times but that's not how the world works and if i do that of course she's not going to be learning and i want her to be knowledgeable about certain things so that people or, you know, other bad people would not take advantage of her. Mm-hmm. Naturally, we wouldn't let her out of her sight as much as we can. Mm-hmm. But as Abby mentioned, we still want to be able to be sure that she's knowledgeable enough, even at a very young age. Yeah. So what are the things that we're trying to teach her love to make sure that we sort of help her be in a safer environment or, you know, be more aware on how she handles safety and boundaries? The first one that I'm very keen on is teaching her about her private parts. I think that this shouldn't be treated as a taboo topic. You know, in our culture, I grew up and like adults are somehow ashamed. I don't know if that's the right word in saying the proper or like the 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 exact terms mm-hmm. for the body parts they're going to be using words like flower or like bird which doesn't make sense to me you know it's like they're putting so much shame in the proper like vagina or penis yeah because there's no malice to it actually if you just say it like that because mm-hmm. that's the right term and i i believe that if our child or the children really know the proper terms of the body parts that they have. They would be aware and they, you know, we would put them out of danger, you know, somehow out of danger by being aware of their body parts because they would be able to say, no, you can't touch mm-hmm. this private part. You mm-hmm. can't touch my my chest. You can't touch my penis or vagina right yeah and and this one love i really got this from you the way we try to do this at home is number one 
on a, at a certain age, I stopped helping out in terms of like bathing Luna, washing yeah. Luna. So she understands that because daddy is a male and a boy, I shouldn't be doing that, right? But I was helping out for a long while. And one thing, love, that I really admire and I was so impressed by you was intentionally teaching Luna to say, can daddy wash her, wash her vagina? Can Lolo wash her vagina? And you'll teach her, you have to say, no, no. And that's why now it's so yeah, adorable. I told her to say no with conviction. Yep, it's so adorable and impressive that when I ask Luna, Luna, can daddy wash her pepe? She will go, no, mommy, nana. What about tata? No. So she knows like, what about other people, your classmates? And she's going to say no. So that's how important this first thing was, Luna. Yeah, I think uh, this love. is somehow, you know, controversial, a controversial somehow topic for other people they might be uncomfortable with this but i think that the more open the more freely that this is discussed at home of course we have to explain it to them in a still a very age-appropriate manner right mm -hmm. but at the same time we don't baby them we mm -hmm. talk to them like they really understand and we really try our best to to explain it to them in the most simple terms it's better because we like impart knowledge to them th so that other people would not take advantage of them. Mm -hmm. in, so, just in case they're in a situation when we're not there because we really don't know what will happen, right? Yeah, so that was the first one, teaching them about their private parts. Yeah. I saw this, like, I saw a blog on the internet that they... They let their child, their children, wear a bathing suit. And they explain to their child that everything beneath that, everything under that bathing suit is their private part. And no one should be touching that or asking them to show those body parts. So I think that's also another way of explaining, letting your child understand what what their private parts are and that they shouldn't show that or let other people just touch their private parts. Yeah. The, the second part that we're trying to teach Luna in terms of helping her be more safe and setting boundaries is really teaching her to say yes or no at a very young age, love. Yeah. This also is important for us because we have to also respect show respect to our children it's not just a one way like you know you should just respect me in filipino i don't know if there are any clueless parents out there who've experienced this when we when they were young but you know like being told na anak ka lang nanay mo ko, or something like that like you're just a child you're just my child i'm your mother or i'm your father and i don't want that kind of mindset to be like embedded in luna's mind on because i want her to know that she should respect me as her mother but i should also show her respect mm -hmm. as my child and as a human being that doesn't mean that i'm going to spoil her right i'm going to like just uh, allow her to do things that she wants. No, it's not like that. I'm going to respect that she also knows how to make decisions or like she also is a person that has boundaries. When she says no, I won't force myself. Mm -hmm. When she says yes, then that's... Because let's give an example. Sometimes we ask her, Luna, can I hug you? And then when she's not in the mood, she's going to say no. <laughs> 
mamano. Yeah, very recently yeah. she's now learning how to do that, right? Because of this. Yeah, but when she, so we're not going to be pushy and we're not going to j- just hug her and kiss her because if we do those kinds of behaviors at home, the child will be thinking, oh, even if I say no, my words have no importance. They hold no weight, right? So it, I think that they will be prone to people who take advantage of them if they don't if we don't show them that their words has weight has mm-hmm. an importance yeah and a practical example of how we've been trying to do this would be in terms of her eating uh, fortunately yeah. with God so we've managed to already set some healthy routine for her like when she wakes up she knows that she's gonna drink water first she's gonna take her fruits first her vitamins before she gets to eat like her bread and other things so even if it's a vegetable we don't just say no you have to eat your vegetables but mm-hmm. we'll show her some options of vegetables and when they ask her when we'll ask her you want to try this and she'll say yes and you saw this one advice that we're trying to do that we encourage her to try new food uh, especially vegetables at least once but after that if she's not in the mood to eat it so long as she has an alternative healthier or healthy food as well then we allow her to do so Mm -hmm. so that's the way we're also trying to encourage her and even with her own relatives like when we go out we'll see our friends we don't just say oh go go and bless or go high five we let her like get into her own pace we tell her that it's a it's a friend, it's not a stranger. And even with her own tata and nana, we ask her, you want to say good morning? You want to bless? So that was a really good practice, love, that I felt helped Luna also to understand, even at a very young age, that she can say yes, she can say no. And which leads to the third one that you're just sharing. Yeah, is asking permission from her. Mm-hmm. Right. We ask permission from her, not in a silly way, not she's going to make decisions for us. Not like that. We ask permission from her so that she knows, again, as we said, that her words are important. Like, she can make appropriate decisions somehow. I don't know. She, she, yeah, she, I mean, I mean, I, I see your face, but the, the audience can see your face. But now that we're talking about it, it sounds, seems like... Yeah, yeah it, it sounds seems... like... It sounds like, oh no, what are these parents doing? They're, they really think their child is... But, but sur- surprisingly, make- right? Surprisingly, Luna gets to really understand I the way things are. I think that the way we like talk to her and how we like explain things to her makes her not mature, but it's easier for her to grasp. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. know, um, these, these, all these things, and understand all these things. Because, yeah, she is a child and she does not understand all things, but she can understand things because we try our best to let, you know, explain these things. Yeah. And that's why she's able to make, like, somehow decisions for herself. Yeah. So asking permission now, even as Abby shared, even when we want to, like, kiss her or hug yeah, her. That's you know? very important. That's how you set boundaries. Yep. And I want her to grow up. You know, bringing that, she's able to say yes or no. She's not going to be a people like, pleaser. Yeah, people pleaser, and she's yeah. not going to be, you know, just I don't know because I've read a lot of you know crime docu things, right? <laughs> and I think that children are more prone to child predators. Mm-hmm. 
if they don't know how to like they don't know their body parts and they don't know that those parts shouldn't be you know yeah so it's really at home we really should start at home like educating our kids even at a young age we just really have to assess the situation like we know our kids better than anyone else. Are they ready for this kinds of topics? Are they ready to are they ready to understand? And we're not saying that, oh, you should talk to your six month old and tell her about her vagina and all. No, it's not like that. It's up to you, clueless parents, to like really assess like is she ready for this and if your answer is, is yes then maybe you could like try introducing these body parts and it, we should like put the shame out of these things because it's not really something that we should ashamed, be ashamed of it's something that we should be you know be more bold about mm-hmm. because a- after our kids learn about all these things we'd be proud of them because they ought to they know how to speak up for themselves. Yeah. And and beyond these practical tips, we also of course orient Luna to always pray in the morning, pray at night. We obviously tell her that at the end yeah. of it all it's God who keeps us all safe. But we also tell her that daddy and mommy's primary role as well is to keep you safe. And we thought doing these things is a way of us doing our role in helping Luna set boundaries, understand boundaries, and hopefully with God's help, be safer in such a dangerous world. Thank you for joining us today, Clueless Parents, and we hope that you continue to support us this 2024. Thank you for listening to Clueless Parents Podcast. Be sure to listen to the next episode.